What's going on? What's up? Thank you for coming on through. I think we just had like a little misunderstanding, little technical difficulty just a little while ago, but I'm glad I got you on now. How you doing? I'm well about yourself. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Tell everybody just a little bit about yourself. Introduce yourself and then, you know, I'm getting ready to to, to dig in and, and uh, get this interview cranked up for you. Okay, understood, understood. Well, I hail from the very large city of Hemingway, South Carolina. <laughs> Three stop lights. Thank you. No walls, <laughs> no more. Uh, been doing comedy about about four years. Been doing comedy about four years. That's kind of um, I kind of just found my found my why, if if you know what I'm saying. Just kind of found my why, and I realized that something I always been doing. Like, you know, making people laugh. And I always enjoyed that. If I can bring any joy to somebody else, like, that's always been a major thing for me. Um, let me see what else. Uh, got two two older brothers. I'm the baby boy. So, you know, they all they showed me the ropes coming up. And, mm-hmm. you know, they helped teach me learn from their mistakes and hopefully help me become the best person that I can be in, still striving to do just that. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate you just coming through and just doing the introduction. So I'm going to go ahead and get started. Now, where did the name Cineo come from? <laughs> so uh, my my government given name um, is Arsenio. Um, but when I was uh, when I was coming up, a partner of mine, you know, like something he would always do whenever he saw me, like cause he, I'm always clowning. So he, he was a he was a pretty funny dude. He'd always be like, Senio. That was his favorite thing to say. And even to this day, if I see him out somewhere, he hit me with that same thing. And I was like, you know what? It's kind of catchy, and it's still me. So I was like, all right, that's what I'm going to run with. Okay, okay. So I know, you know, your thing is making people laugh. So who were some of your inspirations? Who are some of the people that uh, you look up to in the game? Oh wow! Uh, so, of course, you know a lot. I guess a lot of people look up to you know like the bigger names, like you know the Kevin Hart's. Um, like I'm, I'm, I respect him like at you know one of the highest levels because even though so many people know what he's doing, he's always working. Um, from his comedy to his uh to his fitness. Um, if you know anything about me, that that's like major for me. So like that's kind of something I aspire to do like you know he's one he's like the only comedian I ever you know known to have like a shoe deal he got a shoe contract with Nike um if you run at all on the Nike app or whatever like on Sundays is what I learned on Sundays what he does is like you'll hear him talking to you like egging you on like cheering you on on the app um that's one person I look up to another guy that I look up to is Ali Sadiq He's not really uh, – he, he's a big-name comedian, if you know comedy. Um, but, if like, you know, it really depends. He, he actually was locked up from a young age, and then he got out. Like, he was doing comedy in prison, and he got out, and that – because he, he used to sell dope. Um, and, like, he realized, you know, after – you know, he, he, I think he said he was 16, bought his mama a BMW, bought her a house, and he said when she uh, – when the police questioned her, like, she was like, oh, I had no idea. Like, you know, she had no idea, supposedly, that he was, you know, doing the things he was doing. 
And I just, you know, I admire him because whatever life threw at him, he just still pushed through and, you know, made himself through his dreams. Uh, and as far as stand-up, of course, like my favorite comedian of all time, Eddie Murphy, because um, of what he did. You know, he Eddie Murphy, like people talk about like big comedians and stuff and pretty much everybody like took a little something from Eddie Murphy because he he was he was Kevin Hart before Kevin Hart. Like they knew Eddie in every country. He was twenty years old, nineteen years old on Saturday Night Live. Um, in high, like, because I, I, you know, I, I research a lot of that stuff. He was in high school. Um, like he would be on Saturday Night Live one night, and then the next day he had class. I just I just think that whole thing is amazing. So in the comedy game, I would go with you know like Ali Sadiq, Kevin Hart, of course Eddie Murphy. Mike Epps, Ricky Smiley, and, and amazingly, uh, Nick Cannon, because of what he's doing, okay. you know, with Wild Out and everything. It, I feel like it's like the new gateway for younger comedians or even older comedians, you know. It's like a new new wave of deaf comedy jam or comic view. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So those are a couple of guys that, you know, that I look up to and, you know, kind of help inspire me to do the things that I aspire to do. I think that that is so awesome that you you really did your homework. I did not know that about Eddie Murphy. I really didn't know. So you did your homework, man. I'll tell you what's even crazier. Like, I haven't read a book like, well, no, not that I haven't. It's it's been a time (laughs) in my life where I went years without reading any book. And when I realized that, okay, I really love this comedy thing, man. Like, even before I ever got paid for anything, I loved doing it. Like, I remember the first time I went to open mic, it, I was like, like, I, like, that moment, I was, I was with my girl, we were out, you know, in that moment, I realized, I was like, wow, I believe I finally found my why. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and that, that, that allowed me. I, I read the Kevin Hart book, one of his books. I read one of his books. I read Tiffany Haddish's book, uh, Steve Harvey, and like it even opened my mind up to other stuff. Like, uh, like um, let me see, what's the name of that book that I'm Rich Dad Poor Dad? I'm reading that now. It's just you know because I realize it's not as like you know it's not like somebody's forcing you to do these things. It's like you just want to elevate your mind and just see so many different stuff. And, like, you want to see so many different point of views because at the end of the day, nobody thinks exactly like you think. So when you realize that, you can take a little bit of everything from everybody that will help mold you into the person that you you already are, but it just kind of opens your eye a little opens your eyes a little bit more. Hello? Hello? Uh oh. I hope we ain't lost sound. Damn it.
Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. I, Hello, can I'm you saying, hear me? I don't know what happened. Yeah, I got N No, it ain't you. It was something going on with this thing, man. I, I'm sorry about that. Hey, it's cool, man. It, 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 things happen. I ain't even tripping. Because <laughs> I could hear you. I was like, oh, my God. Like, all of a sudden, I saw my mic disappear. I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, man, um, I, I got to say, like, not a lot of people read and really study like the people they look up to or the people that they want to be like or the for the career that they're trying to be in and i think that that's that's pretty awesome that you just a lot of people don't read I, I, like not now you know what i mean with so much going on so what even made you pick up the books like what made you say you know what i'm i'm gonna check this book out or what what intrigued you to do that honestly it was my girl like she was the reason, man. She was like a major part, like you know. And I, even before I met her, I, I knew that I wanted to do comedy. But she was like, "Hey, like if you want to do these things, you need to like, you know, look into them." Because she she owns her own business or whatever. Shout out Pinky Promise Studio. Uh, and she just was like, "Hey, like if you want to do these things, you need to find like people that's doing the things that you want to do, or some of the things that you want to do, and you need to be well versed on." like where you going or where you want to go with things like um and she one thing she always pushes like you know you got to pray you got to pray for discernment you got to pay pray for direction and I'm like you know you're right and then from listening to something I I actually do a lot of I listen to a lot of podcasts like I ju actually just uh finished listening to you and you and uh you and B's podcast um for, for unchecked apparel and I'm like, yo, like, like that's pretty dope, man. So I was like, yeah, I, you gotta, you gotta educate yourself. Um, cause the first podcast that I was on, man, was a uh, shout out Doe Stacks was the Doe Show. It was Doe and Bezo at the time. Um, so I, and it's you know, like it's it's amazing to see people that you know from around my way that I know. You know what I'm saying? I I, I know I've known these people from you know different parts of life. So. Right. See them go out and do things that they want to do, like all you guys, man. It's it's amazing to me. So I, I got I got to kind of tune in, and I'm like, if if you know of me, I'm I'm support everybody from around the way. Like it, people don't realize that support can be as easy as a like. Like right. People and like I, I'm sure you realize, like you got people, even family, man. People. I'm not even saying that they don't support you because I, I hear things from people who I didn't even know even knew that I was doing comedy. Like, man, like, like, man, you funny, bro. Like, man, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm like, like, bro, I ain't even knew you knew I was doing comedy. I ain't never seen you, like, view a video, like a video, leave a comment. Nothing. Like, right. you know, I ain't tripping on that. Like, an uh, OG from the hood, man, he told me, he was like, he was like, yo, like, you know, man, like, sometimes when I'm feeling down, I just go to your page and just watch videos. Because if you know, I got a lot of content out there. Like, yeah. And I kind of slow down on it, man. I, I slowed down because I feel like some of the times it was getting, like, it wasn't getting appreciated the way that I felt like it should have been. Um, But that's not really my choice. Only thing I know is I just want to get people out if it's only for a moment or a second. Just give them an out to where, you know, they can smile. Like, they can take, like, forget about all the troubles of their day. And in that instance, they can smile and be like, dang, like, yo, 
And regardless of if you got, if you go back to you know back into that slum, that slump, or you know that slumber that you're in, you get you get that one moment, and that's what I that's what I want to do. Hello. Let me just say. Let me just say. I think that thinking beyond just one, because a lot of people do a lot of stuff just to be seen but it's more or less you have you it seems like you have a purpose for what you're doing and i think i could now honestly being for real for real i could see you on a wild and out stage and and even just seeing people from around the way like big shout out to to courtney uh to dose stacks to uh to his podcast i'm hoping to get him on the show too you know he's been doing his thing for a very long time and and um I'm very, you know, I'm very proud for people from back home, man, like, because people are really doing their thing, you know, um, Mr. Lassane, he's dope, you know, with his yeah. designs, from his music to his designs, and, you know, now I'm I'm grateful to even have you on the show, because I'm like, I saw some of your videos, I was like, okay, this cat's funny, and he's from around the way, I don't know nobody else from from back home doing what you do, and you stand out, so, Tell me what you think makes you stand out. What makes you different? Um, I think it's the reason why I do things, man. It's the reason why I want to do the things that I do. Like, my life from the beginning, it's it's been like, you know, it's been, it's a movie. Like, people say stuff like that, but it's legitimately been a movie from a place of pain, from a place of hurt. Like, I, I've been through so much. In my 31 years, like, you know, um, from losing my parents, like, you know, to almost losing my brother, to losing my grandmother, my grandfather, like, I do this because it, it, honestly, it not only gives people an out, it gives me an out because, like, when I go and I start creating, like, that gives me the opportunity to forget some of the things that I've been through. And just allows me to bring joy to other people. Um, like people, like if knowing my story, man, like a lot of people, they didn't expect me or any of my brothers to do the things that we do or be doing the things that we're doing. Like we're like completely out of like a comfort zone, man. Like nobody expected me to go to college. Nobody expected me to go to high school. I mean, if you knew my parents, you would be like, okay, yeah. Like, yeah, that's Mary and Joe's son. You know, like, oh, he going to do, he going to be great. But then if you, like, if you hear, oh, you got a young black male, no parents, lost his grandmother, like, before he was 14 years old, like, you don't expect me to go out and do the things that I'm doing. Like, you, you got people, like me and my brothers, you got some of us, like, things that we're doing from buying properties to, you know what I'm saying, investing in ourselves being able to invest in other people. It's not like, don't get me wrong, we're not rich or nothing like that, but it's just, it's a hustle in you, you know, and it's like, it ain't that you, like people say, oh, you know what I'm saying, it's, it, it, ain't, it's, it, it ain't, it's in you, it ain't on you. That, that's like a big thing people like to say, it's in you, it ain't on you, and I, I respect that. And maybe it, it came from my grandmother um, even before that. Like, I got a homegirl that always said, man, your family was in the Illuminati. I was like, the Illuminati? Man, 
ain't no Luma. Not I don't know nothing about none of that. Cause my grandma, she owned a club. She owned like properties. You know what I'm saying? She she used to sell liquor. She had liquor stores. She you know it's it's just you just gotta do it, man. That's that's the biggest thing, and that that's what I realized. Like it, it's in my pedigree to where I just gotta do it. I gotta get it done, like. My my girl always say, oh you like you like everybody not as strong as you, and I you know I'm like, I'm like what you mean? I guess I expect everybody to be mentally where I am, like to be able to somebody come at you. So even with these jokes, man, like people like a roasting thing. Um, my brother he was like his senior high school he was class clown. So I've been getting like ain't nothing nobody can say to me to make me feel inadequate because I've been getting roasted since I was. For as long as I can remember, so anybody can get the smoke, and and anybody who ever grew up with me, who known me growing up, like send you real with these jokes, like make sure don't don't have your emotions on your sleeve, but send you real with these jokes. It ain't that I, I'm a bully. I don't go looking for people, but make sure you're ready if you come into that door. So so let's talk about it. Roasting. Is that something that you find yourself has anybody ever asked you to just roast them? Like I've seen oh, yeah. that going on. <laughs> they want you to actually roast them. Yeah, yeah, P- people. Hey, you know sometimes people like I don't know what it is. I think some people just want to know like how they're viewed through other people's eyes. And sometimes, like I say stuff that aren't true about people just joke in a joking manner all the time because I just, I joke like that. And, you know, it's it's no, and if I if I joke with you, it's like I fuck with you for real. Like, I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like we, we have that that connection, that bond. We on that level. I can joke with you. Like, like my brother's, I got a homegirl, one of my best friends. If you hear how me and her talk to each other, not disrespectful at all. We've been friends since I was in, uh, like, legit real friends since I was in eighth grade. If you hear how we joke, like, if you a fly on the wall, they're like, bro, they don't like each other. Nah, it's just the the whole roasting thing, man. That That's why, like, I know you said about the whole wilding out thing. Like, my mind is just, it's just so quick. Like, it's real snappy. Like, wh- I, I got something to say about everything. Like, if I if I choose to, like, I can, I can get at you, but... As I've gotten older, I realize, you know, you can't really say everything to everybody. Um, and, you know, because some people, they don't know how to take stuff. You know, you might hurt someone's feelings. Like, and, you know, my girls, back again, something she told me, like, because, you know, I start, you know, once when we get mad or whatever, start dating, I start hanging out with her and some of her friends sometimes, and they want to say little snappy stuff to me, so I say something back. Like, of course, not, nothing disrespectful because I was raised by women. Um, but you gonna get this word. So they like, oh, like baby, she like, baby, you can't say that to people because that like, you hurt their feelings. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm working on me, cuz I'm working on me, man. Speaking of speaking of cuz, you know what? Okay, so I know you did say you said you had like older brothers. I think yeah. I think with cousins. I I think because I'm related to Hannah's. In Hemingway, so I think I think we cousins for real, for real. Be honest with we, you. We're cousins for real, for real. Like I, you a little older than me, so you don't remember. But shoot, I remember like I like your older brother Jimmy Jam. Like I know him, I know Twan. Like like so I 
Like, they told, like, ever since we was kids, me and 20, was like, yeah, man, you know, we people. Like, like you know what? Okay, shoot, that is, that's right. So, you know, I'm like, words. So, I, I know, yeah, it, and, the, yeah, we people, cuz, we people. <laughs> but it, it's like, it's such a small town, man, like, but it's so much that you don't know, cuz a lot of times, like, shit, I can tell you this, I don't go home but once every blue moon, and I, I'm like, like maybe 45 minutes out away in Florence, but I don't go home that often, you know, because I, like I got my brother down there, I got my aunt down there, a couple aunts and uncles, but at once, once everybody got off and get grown, you know, everybody go off doing their own thing. It ain't that. It's no, no less love. It's just people living their lives, man. They starting their families. Right. Yeah, so you just, just out there and you're just doing your thing. People working all the time. It's like that's what I was telling you. Um, I, I was hoping that I would be able to make, you know, the the day and the time because shoot, man, work so crazy, man. Like I can get called right now and they'd be like, oh, I need you to come in, but it's cool. Um, I ain't tripping. You know, I'm blessed because like you know, a lot of people during this time they don't know where their next meal coming from. You know, you right. got people that that's broke now that ain't never been broke before, and you know they've been living they life on life on the straight and narrow. Like working, check the check, but you know they work though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So That's you true. gotta gotta do what you can and just keep pushing. That but it's so all true. a blessing in disguise, man. Because so many people like learning how to survive without working for somebody else. Like they they doing other things now. See me like what I want to do. Like, I, I don't want to work for anybody else anymore. I mean, I'm doing that now. Like, I just want to do my comedy, man. I, like, that, what they call it, they just call it a, your private contract. That's all I want to do. That's how I want to make my living. I want to be able like, pay for my family, support my family, um, do simple stuff. Like, people don't even, you don't think about till you get older. Like, get insurance. Man, people don't got insurance. Like, for real. Like, if you pay attention, because there's so many jobs that got to get filled. People don't got no insurance, man. You get sick. Well, that might be the last time you get sick. Like, you got to be mindful of all that stuff. That is so true, bro. Like, and, you know, and I didn't really think about that before. Like, a lot of people are, you know, out here without insurance. A lot of people have jobs that also just don't really offer you know, offer insurance either. So it's, you know, it's a crazy time. I think it's just a crazy time for everybody. So just thinking about that and then with what you do, how how has that impacted, you know, how you put out material or has that impacted how you put out material right now with, with everything going on? Man, it's so crazy. Like it really ain't really stopped anything. Um, it, it stopped as far as like, you know, attempting to book shows to get on dockets or, you know, doing open mics or little stuff like that. That stuff is slowed down. But the thing about, you know, evolution, you just always got to figure out another way to get something done. Um, so something I, I, I do a like a lot of like, uh, I do little videos as far as like, I want to get in and start doing the lives because that, that's what I think I should do anyway. Like, um, yeah. Like, I, something that I looked into doing, like, that I was thinking about doing for a while, and I was, like, starting a podcast. I already had the had the idea, already had the, uh, like, all, like, I had show topics, everything. But I was like, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Like, because, you know, but your heart got to be in it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, my biggest thing is I was like, do I want to just do it and it's just going to be me talking? I was like, so I'm trying to find, like, a co-host. That was my thing. But, I mean, you can't, like, how you, you got your thing going, man. You got a great thing going. And, you know, I told you that. Like. Yeah, bro. I know. I appreciate that, man. I really do. Hey, straight up, man. Like, you know, because, you know, I get people telling me, like, oh, man, like, yeah, I want you to go listen to this or listen to that. And, you know, I give it a, you know, I, I give everybody a shot, man. Like, I give everybody a shot. And if I feel it, you know, great. I ain't, I don't got to go out of my way, like, and tell somebody else, like, well, you know, like, I don't like Tammy Pops. Like, that's stupid. Like, I'm going to support regardless. <laughs> but the fact that I actually, I'm into it, like, I like it. Like, I'm like I'm, I'm riding to, uh, what, yesterday and today I'm listening to UNB or whatever. I'm getting I just got my haircut. I said, boy, this is some good, you know, like, excuse me, I ain't mean to curse, but what is good, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I appreciate all kind of it. Man, for real, from you to Joe, to I listened to a million dollars worth of game, um, Eric Thomas, Secret to Success, the Joe Budden podcast, man, like, to know me, like, at, you know, I'm from Hemingway, you know that. I'm from Donley, man, originally, so, like, I'm from like the middle of the hood of where we from, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so people mm-hmm. like, oh, like, like how was his mind? They hear all that, but shoot, at the end of the day too, I went to Clemson, man. I grew up like, I think I had like four graduating, like four, you know, white people in my graduating class, and only like two of them graduated. I think, you know what I'm saying? Then I go off to Clemson. I'm the only black dude in my, excuse me, only black dude in my class. So I'm so <laughs> you good, good. man. I, I, can, I can be anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, put me in a room with any any group of people. You can put me in a room with geniuses. You can put me in a room with hood dudes. Like, if you like to know me, to know like I can go to a gala and you know a nice suit because you got like man, as a black man, you over 25 years old. You gotta have you at least one nice suit. I ain't talking about no baggy suit. Something that fit. Get you something <laughs> tailored. You know what I'm saying? But from there, you can put me in a, like in a in a hole in the wall with hood dudes. Like I, I used to, I had the point. I was at a point one time, man. I had the little the chain that hang down to my navel. I'm talking about like you know baggy shirts. Shoot, I, I'm I'm like I'm like yo, I'm I'm with like yo, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, man. I'm gonna get him. You know, like I've been on all, but I'm grown now, man. You you, the thing is growth. You want you on every side of the prism. Like people really don't realize that you just gotta. You just got to live life, and then at the end of the day, you just realize that, okay, don't box yourself in. Like, you can you can put me anywhere, and I, I you're going to know I'm there. Like, I, I feel like any room I'm in, I'm the funniest dude in the room. Like, you're going to know. And it ain't – it's like some people, you know, they in there, and, you know, they trying, like, you know, cracking jokes, cracking jokes, cracking jokes. You know, like, oh, something going to hit, something going to hit. Now, like, some of my funniest stuff is when I'm just having a conversation, just chilling. Like, no drugs, no alcohol got to be involved. Don't get me wrong. I indulge in a little alcohol. I don't do no drugs, though. Um, You're going to know, like, dang, like, you're going to laugh. If you don't laugh, no, you're going to laugh. Even if you don't like me, you're going to be in the room. <laughs> man, man, that dude's funny, bro. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you you can't, I'm one of them people you can't, like, not like. Like, you, you can you can look at some of my stuff, but you're going to laugh. 
Like, you can not like me all day, but I'm a, something I'm going to say that's going to wake something up in you to where I'm going to take you away from that place you are, that hate in your heart, and you're going to feel me. And that's all I'm trying to do. I'm try, I, like I told somebody, man, I'm, I'm just trying to touch souls. Like, I, 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 want, I want to give you that healthy laugh, not the one that you got to struggle to get out. I'm talking about that one that comes from your diaphragm. The one that make you slap your knee, that hit hit your cousin that's next to you. You hear it? You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's all I'm trying to do, man. And just you know, bring a little joy to anybody. I can bring joy to every room that I'm in. That's all. Man, now that's dope. That's a dope way to just look at life, you know, and and for you to be transparent, you know, I, I you know, I I indulge in a little, you know, I think everybody indulges in a little alcohol from time to time. So I mean, yeah. you know, but I appreciate the fact that you feel like it doesn't have to be a situation where you have to be outside of your normal self, you know what I mean, to have a good time or to have a laugh. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, you know, well, I, I got to get lit to you know, enjoy myself and all this, but I feel like you lose yourself or, I mean, it, it, but hey, to each his own. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course, like, you know, some of my best friends indulge in all kinds of stuff, you know, (laughs) like, I, I can't, I can't go for that, I I can be around you, and they offer, you know what I'm saying, I ain't get you something, no, I'm good, I'm okay, I got this, this right here, what I'm on, and I don't need nothing else, and to go with that, shoot, I'm I'm still in the Air Force. You know what I'm saying? So I can't do none of that. And from the Air Force to my job, like, don't get me wrong. I, there's going to come a day where I'm going to be able to do whatever I want to do, and that's going to be me. But on top of that, I, I'm, I'm very big into fitness. Like, initially when I was trying to, like, come up with my YouTube channel, like, the name of it was was fitness and funny. Like that was it. Like, cause I love working out. I love making people laugh. So that was that was my thing. So, like, my body is like the most important thing to me. Cause you you can't turn this in. Like, this is the only one you get. That's true. That's true. You know, if yeah. if we could replace them, people would be replacing them like they buy underwear. So I, I yeah. no, you, you got to take care of it. You do. You really do. Yeah, like, like, you know, so, people take cosmetics and stuff. Like, you can, you can get a new ass. You can get a new ass. You can get a new <laughs> nose. You can, I ain't know nobody who buying stomach a heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I don't need it. <laughs> you know, because you get one because you on your deathbed. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to right. do a transplant. But, yeah. Straight up. So, <laughs> so tell me, how do you balance your family and between your family, your regular job, and what you do as a comedian? How do you balance everything? And truthfully, a lot of prayer. A lot of prayer. Uh <laughs> you you just gotta you just gotta make time, man. And like I, I'm one of those people I can work out every day. Like I just try to you got to find pockets, pockets within your day to do everything you do. You get 24 hours. Like, you got to find a pocket where you can write, pocket where you can create, pocket for you to be a best friend to your significant other. Like, 
I just had a little one three weeks ago. My very first born. Congratulations, bro. I was gonna bring it up, but congratulations, <laughs> my man. I, I I was like, oh my god, he just had a little baby. <laughs> Yeah, man, the most beautiful experience I ever had in my life, man. I, I told myself, I was like, nah, I ain't going to cry. I'm going to cry because I'm not an emotional person. I'm just not because I've seen so much, but I ain't never seen that before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We had an in-home birth, you know. Like, I, I seen her come out of her mom. I'm like, yo, like, that's me right there. Aww. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, like. I'm the first person you see outside, you know, the midwife and stuff, like me. Like, you come out your mind, me, like, <laughs> bro. Yeah, man. It's, so the the thing about that, you know, it's just wearing multiple hats. You just got to find time. And something that I'm realizing, something that I might, you know, get into doing too is, like, you got people that, like, we got all these cell phones, man. You got to create schedules. Like, it's going to sound crazy, like. I'm talking about, like, you're going to have to, oh, I'm going to spend 30 minutes on this, 30 minutes on this. Oh, I'm going to spend 30 minutes with, with the old lady. I'm going to spend 30 minutes with the baby. Like, and, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's life happens. So some of this stuff not gonna, it's not going to go into effect the way that you want it to. But the fact that you know you're trying and they know you're trying, that's all, that's all they're going to ask of you. Just, just make sure you're trying, man. And not, don't just, just say you're trying. But actually, do stuff. That's that's the easiest thing you can do is, you know, it, it, I believe it helps all of us, like, you know, wear these multiple hats because nobody really has one hat. And if you do, you're selfish. So you got you to gotta cater to the needs of yourself. First and foremost, you got to take care of yourself because if you can't take care of you, you can't take care of nobody else. Oh, that's and true. And at that point, you're able to take care of the things and the people that you have to take care of. I never felt responsible for anybody else but myself. Like, now I got a whole little person that <laughs> I have to take care of. Like, nobody else going to do it. Like, I was telling my girl the other day, like, the baby was crying. Like, I had her. She crying. And I'm just looking, like, because I got seven nieces and nephews. So I'm looking at the baby. I'm like, like yo, like, well, I'm gonna, I need to pass off to her mama, pass off to her dad. <laughs> I look at my girl. She look at me. I look at the baby. I'm like, yo, nah, ain't no passing off. It's yours. You <laughs> yeah, you can't pass the baby off. That's yeah, that's yours right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look fussy. That's all you. Yeah, that that's it. You can't. Yeah, no passing off the responsibility there. It's all you, Bucko. Yeah. So, yeah. so tell tell everybody about a time, right? That maybe you thought about giving up uh, or have you ever thought about giving up? Well, you know, um, the, the closest I ever really felt to giving up was when I was in college. Um, and I couldn't pay my rent. Um, at that point I was like, like I wasn't doing good in school. So like student loan, like, cause that's the only, Nobody paid for me to go to school. Like, I had to get everything through scholarships and loans. And when I lost my scholarship, I'm at the point where, damn, like, I don't know how I'm going to keep going to school, what I'm going to do now. Like, you know, like, it, a lot of people, they got they got mommy and daddy they can go back to. And, like, ain't nothing happened. Go get a job. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, like, what am I going to do? 
So at the point, at this time, I'm like, you know, dang, like, I don't have anything. Like, I don't have anything in my name. I don't, I, only thing I had was a car in an apartment. And so I'm like, oh, man, like, and you got to, you got to tighten up. Like, you got to figure this thing out. And I had a partner, um, shout out Bijou, um, who, like, had just went into the military because basically the same thing happened to him, happened to me, happened to him. He had just, you know, failed out of college, you know, because he ain't had the money to pay. And if you ain't paying these people, you can't come to their school. So I'm like, right. you know, okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to join the military because, I mean, oh. at the time, I'm like, shoot, what? And it, some people, like, going to the military for reasons, for multiple reasons. Like, you know, you got some people looking for direction. You got some people looking for money. You got some people looking to get school paid for. At the time, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to, you know, go in and I'm going to come back to school and da-da-da-da-da. Everything had sound good. Everything sounded mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. I had already had, like, a seed planted in my mind that I wanted to do comedy anyway. And that that was from uh, a girl I used to talk to. Um, she was like, uh, like yo, like she she was AKA. So she like they had this little like fashion show or event or something. I don't even remember exactly what it was. She was and I was dating another girl. Like I was dating a Delta because me and the other girl used to talk. But she was like, you know, people threw my name in the pot and like they knew that she knew me. So they was like, oh, like you should get Senio to host. Like he funny, like you should really get him the host, like see how that goes. And I was like, and she kept, she brought this, brought it to me. And my girl at the time, I told her, and she she was like, just just being nasty, of course, because you know you know anything about the Greek life, they don't they don't rock with each other. Outside of that, me being her dude now and having the old chick that I used to talk to, she was like, oh oh yeah, do what you want to do. And I almost didn't do it. And so oh, I wow. like it, yeah. I almost didn't do it. Everything came in full circle, and I actually hosted the event for them, like me and this other girl. I feel like that was, like, that was the start of it all. Like, because I always knew, like, people just, if you around me, you're going to laugh. So people knew that about me. And then, um, you know, I, I went on and did that and everything like that. And then, like, even before I got done, like, before I, like, you know, finished off, finished out of school and went into the military and everything, that same homeboy of mine that went into the to the Air Force, he told me, he was like, bro, like, you 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 funny. You always making, like, people laugh. Like, you great at this. Like, why not get paid for it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, you know, maybe I should step out, you know, of my comfort zone and, you know, just do this because I enjoy it anyway. If the money comes, the money comes. If not, just know that you enjoying yourself, man. Like. Like I, 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 when I was younger, I did something. I did, you know, I did a little weed, but that's it. I don't, you know, people think because I went to, you know, a predominantly white institution, they think that I was indulging in like the white people drugs. I, I was not. She say, she say, um, say if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna get on that white horse, you're gonna have to have a deep pocket or a deep asshole. And I ain't had none, and I, I'm still I'm working on the deep pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God! Did you just call it white? First of all, you call it white people drugs. Then hey, man. She said she said if you're gonna be on the white horse, 
Tell him, wait, what did you say you had to have again? A what? If you gonna hop on that white horse, you gonna have deep pocket or deep oh ass. Oh my god! And I ain't built like that. You know what I'm saying? My stomach <laughs> hurt from using bathrooms. You know, you know, to each his own. Cause you know, I, I, you know, I, I ain't got no problem with nobody. So to each his own. But you know, you gotta know your lane. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and I right. know what my lane. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God! But that that the whole college thing, man. That like, cause I growing up, man. Like, cause I was always one of the smart kids. Like, I was always one of the smart kids. Like, people knew. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that they, they knew. Like, oh yeah, he from the hood. That that like they knew my brothers. Oh yeah, da da da. da. But at the end of the day, I'm going to like math competitions, getting first place. I'm going to business cap, business calculations, business math. Like in high school, getting first place in Charleston, like doing all these little events and stuff. Like people knew I was smart, but I I was just going to school because that's what a lot of people felt like I couldn't do. Like I couldn't be that kid that went off to school and did great things, or I shouldn't have been because I ain't had mm. no parents. Like and they they I guess they kind of looked at me because my brother like I moved in with him when I was thirteen years old. My grandma passed so. They look at it like, oh, he not gonna be nothing, you know. So I'm like, oh, I got, I got to prove them wrong. And then when I got into Clemson, oh man, like I'm talking about like some of the big dope deals, like yo, like we got you, bro. Like anything you need, you know, it's all love, and, and which it was, you know what I'm saying. But a lot of those guys that I looked up to, like, cause I'm, a, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Don't get me wrong, I was going to school and you know getting great grades and stuff, but. I wanted to grow up to be the dope man. That's what I wanted. Like that that was that was that was where my mind was. Don't go. My brother, he was like, No, you're not gonna be that dude. That's not gonna be you. You're gonna go off to school, you're gonna do great things, and I, I, I still I appreciate him to this day. So I went off to school, you know what I'm saying, and then I, I found different avenues of things and found like I found myself, you know, because coming from a small town like him away, you, you kinda fall into a lot of stuff, like, because it was all, for me, man, it was all about girls. That was it. All about girls, like, and I, I didn't play, I, I, I played a little bit of sports here and there, but I wasn't great. I wasn't really good. <laughs> <laughs> so the, those was the dudes that was getting the girls, like, if you was, if you was light-skinned or you could play sports, that's how you get the girls. So I had he he my way into a lot of daughters, like the daughters and stuff. <laughs> you know, that was, that was my thing. <laughs> hey, make it laugh so they could get in your own. Oh, what? You he he. Hey, hey, I, I wanted, you know, because I, I try not to curse because I ain't know if I should be cursing. But then, like, you know, I say what I say, you know, I, hey, I he he my way into it. Uh, right, hey. right. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, okay. It, 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 doing their thing like, ah, send you old, you're so crazy. <laughs> and hey, they was they was giving it up, and I was taking. It. I oh my god. Oh lord. Okay. So tell <laughs> tell everybody what is one goal that you've set for yourself for the year. What's something that you're hoping to accomplish by the end of 2020? What's one thing? My biggest thing for by the end of 2020, like, because I've been, for the past couple of years, I've been creating, like, 
somewhat of a fan base. I don't. I mean, some some people are like hardcore. Some people are fair weather. Like, and I get a lot of support from a lot of people. But my biggest thing is to the notoriety for the year. Like, cause the materials there, the talents there. Like, I got books full of stuff, man. Like, the biggest thing is to be to get the notoriety, to be known by somebody that's in a position that can give me opportunities. Don't get me wrong. Like, I've gotten to the point where I realize a lot of stuff, I got to take these opportunities. I got to I gotta do it for myself. Like, you got to put money behind yourself. Yeah. And out of everything that I've done, I like, you know, it's not that I don't, you know, believe in myself, but I, I'm trying to figure out, because, you know, you got so many different scams and stuff out there. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, fine, okay, this is what I need to do to get this done. Or this is what I need to do to get this done. Like, so I'm just trying to figure out, like, what I need to do exactly to get my name into those right rooms. Because I know my name is in a lot of rooms of people that have never said anything to me, have never even liked anything that I've ever done, to like, that I can see it. I mean, they might have liked it in their heart, but they didn't, you know, they didn't let me know. Like, um, some, some, i give you an example. Um, you know how Instagram got the story and stuff? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if you know who Zoe Dollars is. Like, um, he, he like this artist or whatever, he big artist. And I always see, he always in my story from, from people like Gilbert Arenas my favorite point guard of all time, like that, like, I'm knowing my name is like, he's commented on videos, he was in my, he's in my story, like, my name's getting in those rooms, so once my name get in those rooms, and these, I'm, I'm just looking for, I'm looking for a crack in the door, you know, like, that, that's what I'm looking for, by the end of the year, I just want to find that crack in the door, and I'm, I'm gonna knock the whole building down, they gonna know who I am, that, that's my biggest thing, so just, by the end of the year, the people who need to know, just making sure that they know who I am. Wow. But you know I something? Know <laughs> no, 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 no. You're you're perfectly all right. But you do see that a lot. You know, you see a lot of times somewhere where people may not have may not ever say anything to you, but they are paying attention to your moves. They're paying attention to what you're doing. They're watching what you do. So so you know, just like you're saying, don't think. You know, what I mean, don't think that people aren't paying attention to what you got going on because exactly. you'll just be so, so shocked sometimes when, when opportunity knocks at your door like that. Like, you'll be really surprised. And I think, I think, you know, outside of this podcast, you know, we'll chop it up, but it's so many different, so many different uh, avenues and ways that you can just do your thing. You know what I mean? Like, Right now, you yeah. really are doing your thing because social media is really a big part of um, connecting with people that, you know, you may not normally ever connect with people who like I'm going to be honest with you. A lot, a lot of videos I might see on social media and I might laugh at that people post. I might not always like I'm like, <laughs> like I might not always like it. I might not always comment, but it made me laugh and I just kind of keep scrolling to the next video. I don't you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, I don't always oh, yeah. just like but you know a lot of older people they don't they they just know scroll they don't really do a lot of that liking and all that either so you know you just gotta kind of think of it like that too but people are looking yeah. at what you do believe it or not people are watching what you do 
Oh yeah, Seriously. oh yeah. I, I found that out from people who I ain't even knew. Like I'm talking about like older people, yo. Like like yo, I see you in your funny video. Like my, even my uncle, my uncle, <laughs> I don't even know if he got a Facebook or not. Like he tell me, nephew, I seen you. Da 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 da. I'm like, oh, what you talking about? Like how, how, we not even friends. Like you know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy. And I'm gonna tell you this, and I, I meant to mention this sooner. Um, it was a, one of your interviews. I don't know if it was the first one or the second one, but it was a guy that you had on there. Like my man, like I, I don't know to do. I, I don't even remember his name off the top of my head. But that was that's a dope brother, man. Like that that's a dope brother. And I, I feel like he's somebody that I might need to, you know, touch bases with eventually. Um you know, see you see what he got going on. See see like if we can work together on something. I don't not I know you probably know who I'm talking about, but I can't remember his name. But I like he caught my ear, man. Like I was very interested in what the brother had to say. Um and I was like, dang, like like all the stuff that he told me that he was doing and that he did, I'm like, I'm very interested in, you know, finding out about this. But I even tried to look his name up, but I couldn't find it. I don't know if I was hearing wrong or what. But I was like, shoot, like, he's probably even somebody that I can work with. Like, stuff like this, it's all, you know, it's all about the networking. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know I don't know this brother, but he sounds like a pretty solid dude, you know, just from listening to him and, like, you doing your thing and getting deep into, you know, conversation and asking the right questions. I was like, shoot, I might want to work with him. I don't know on what, but I might need to. <laughs> I don't know. Was it – um? Uh, was it Varian McQueen? The um, I think it was. Yeah, I think it the was. The marketer. That was okay. Yeah. That yeah, was he's him. doing a lot of great things. I've been, I've been watching him, and he grew. Like, I interviewed him a long time ago when he was like an artist, and then now he's just doing like the branding thing. So, you know, yeah. shout out to him. Definitely, definitely. Definitely so, man. Yeah, because he he sound like he he own his stuff. You know what I'm saying? And when you you know when you like when you hear and you see people doing stuff like that, man, it kind of make you gravitate t- t- towards those people. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like a moth to a flame. Like okay, I see what he's doing. Um, I might want to. You know, he's probably somebody that well, you know, that we could collab on something or even whatever. Like even him. You know what I'm saying? Because I think something he said. He was like. Like his company or whatever, um, he said like how he I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but um how he has those people there and like that this like a family man like you know he understands mm-hmm. like he was talking about the pandemic and everything so like tell how he, basically like even what B was saying um like creating millionaires like my man just right. trying he building himself but he building other people too like. Allowing people to go on and do great things for themselves, and that's major. Because, exactly. like, when you think about it, it's, it's money out here for all of us, man. It's money out here to be made. Like, it you don't got I don't gotta like slander your name to make me sound good. That ain't gonna get me nothing. That ain't gonna get me nothing but another enemy. A lot of people don't think of it like that. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't. So. It's good that you, you know, that you look at it more from a positive standpoint as opposed to where some people look at it like, okay, I'm going to cut this person down, I'm going to cut this person down so I can 
so I could be up, you know, so I can go up myself. No, no, that's not how it works. That's not how that's not how you're gonna get yourself out there. It, it's really not. So yeah. I think it's dope. You even listen to that. So wow, like thank thank you for even just listening. You know, cause hey, man, he was really dropping some jewels too. Yeah, I, I was definitely into it, man. And like I was telling you about the whole reading thing, man. Like something, you know, I, in my mind, I'm I'm always like, cause I've I felt like I kind of always had to do it myself anyway. Um, but from reading, like you know, a couple books, and I I want to say it was the Steve Harvey book. Um, it might have been Jump. I think that's the name of it. Um, Steve said he say you you can, you can't do anything by yourself. Like somebody, if anybody ever told you that, they're a liar. They ain't do it by themselves. Somebody helped them along the way. Mm-hmm. So a big thing for me, I just I really want to like you know I I joke around and you know I got my you know my agenda things that I want to do. Something that I really want to do though, man, is really help like young black men and young black women, but you know more so young black men because I know how it is to be one of them. You know what I'm saying? I know like people look at my story and they think like, dang, like. Like, I want them to look back and be like, wow, like he was able to do that and all that adversity that he had to go through and all the challenges he had to overcome. Like, I want to be able to look at those kids and look them in the eye and be like, okay, don't tell me, don't give me no excuse of why you can't do nothing. Because if I was able to do it, anybody can do it. Like, it, mm-hmm. uh, excuses, we can't really, like, they sound good. Um, and it's a cop out a lot of times, and like, don't get me wrong, like, yeah, like, some, this person or that person might have was like, you know, ahead of me because of in life because oh, like, they they parents like pay for them to go to college, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got a homeboy, um, both both his parents together, great jobs, great people, you know what I'm saying? Like, this brother was able to go to school and not have to worry about paying rent or anything. I I went to school like I. I got my first refund check. Nobody never really gave. Nobody ever gave me no money. So I got my first refund check. Man, I'm going off. You know, like we we in the mall every week, every week. And at that at that time in my life, I ain't realized like you ain't gotta have the most expensive clothes or this the you know, because I had I had a problem. It was women, women, women. I had look. I I still love women, you know, but I got one woman now. But the the thing was just women, women, women. Oh, they they gonna love when I put this on. They gonna. I, I used to get a haircut. I think every week. I'm talking. About I get a haircut this week. Shape up this week because my hair ain't grow a lot. I ain't that I was going bald. It just don't grow fast. Um. So that that was my thing. And so I might not go to class this day. I don't feel like. It. But the money still do. Clemson gonna get their money. Listen, yeah. <laughs> you said your focus was women, women, women. Straight up, straight up, like it. It was that was it. I I ain't care, I, man. I could I could uh get out of a test, make a a fifty seven, calling up a chick. As soon as I get out, what you doing? I'm in class texting. Hey, so we get no later. You know what I'm saying? I, I was, hey, it. You you ain't gonna get nothing chasing women. If you chase money, then you can get women. Or you chase your dream, women gonna come. Like that that's the truth about it. But if you chasing money, no, not money. But if you chasing women, ain't nothing gonna come behind that. Ain't nothing but heartache and hard time. 
you, you got to figure out what you're going to do with your life. Because just chasing, chasing women, that, that ain't going to be it. That is not going to do it for you. You got to tell them. You got to tell, tell these guys, you know, like, especially young young boys going up, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody thinks, I think when we're young, I think we think, oh, it's time to, you know, go crazy, you know, wild out, just be, you know, just be carefree. But looking back, it's kind of like, dang, you know, I wish I would have done X, Y, Z different differently yes you know what i'm saying yeah. growing up but some people don't think like that yeah yeah but and that, that goes back to like what we were saying man like i got a story to tell <laughs> i can i feel like i can help so many people like i can t- i can tell you the things to do and i can tell you the things not to do i can tell you things that i did that i knew i shouldn't have been doing like i i a lot of things, man. It's a lot of things, and I, I just want to help. I want to help the youth, man. Like I, I want to, like another guy that I look up to. I didn't mention his name, but Steve Harvey. Like he bought this land out somewhere in Texas. It's a lot of land, and he got like a like a place for like a school for like young young black kids or whatever, young kids or whatever. Um, that that's something that I love. Something that I would like to be a part of, or you know, create something along those lines too. Because, you know, we go to school, like, and we learn all these things that will have nothing to do with anything that we do in life. Like, it won't benefit us at all. It's just that they put us in a system. Like, they want you to be able to take tests. They want to want you to give, they want to give you information. They want you to be able to regurgitate it back to them in a written format, which won't help me at all, like, I think I had one accounting class when I was in high school. It was a joke. Like, I, I didn't have... <laughs> it ain't funny, but... It ain't funny, but when I think about that, I'm thinking about the teachers that was teaching accounting yeah. in our school. So, you say it yeah. was a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things in this world that we realize is ran by politics. I think I had political science. It was taught taught by like a football coach. A man ain't knew nothing about nothing. He was just teaching a class and he didn't care. He was teaching the class so that he can coach. Because he gotta be you gotta actually be and you know, don't get me wrong, I think it's amazing, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of the kids that he would be able to get through to that somebody else wouldn't be able to get through to. But at the same time I feel like teachers should teach. Athletes should do whatever they do athletically. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, if you're going to coach, that's great. Like, you might be one of the greatest coaches ever, but they, they shouldn't make you have to, like, but that's more money. And, you know, everybody want to save money. They shouldn't put those guys in their, those rooms to teach these kids about things that they're going to need later in life um, when they don't care. Because, like, people, people are really starting to realize how important teachers are, especially teachers that care about these kids. Like, those are the ones that's going to make a difference in in our lives. Like we going to like I got a teacher that I remember. Um, my favorite two of my favorite teachers, man, were Miss Pinkney. I don't know if you, you might know Miss Pinkney. Um, Zebra which, Pinkney. Which one? Zebra. Yeah, I remember Miss yeah. Zebra. Yeah, yeah. That that's one of my favorite teachers of all time. And rest in peace, Miss Bath. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's one of my favorite teachers. She loved me even before I even came in her class because she had my brother. 
And like my brother loved her. I, I went to her funeral, man. Like, and that this this an older white lady. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's people, bad. What did she teach? English. Yeah, I know yeah. she was there when you were there. I, I think I I think I know he's talking. About. I did not know that. I didn't know she passed away. Yeah, yeah but she but passed I'm sorry, away. Like, I ain't mean to interrupt. Oh no, no, you good, man. She passed away probably like two years after I graduated, or a year or the summer or something like that after I graduated. I never met a family before, but I went to a funeral. You know what I'm saying? I did all of that because man, she like you know you you come across genuine people in your life, man that really show you, like, an unconditional love, like, you don't owe them nothing. Like, and you know, you a kid, you, you do stupid stuff. You know, I, I could have done a, a million things to make Miss Bath not not like me or hate me. You know, maybe not hate me, but I, well, a million things where, you know, she could have been like, I don't know, what's wrong with this young man? You know what I'm saying? But she always showed me love. And so I, I, could, I could only always give it back. You know what I'm saying? So it's... People got to realize, like, and during this, like, pandemic and everything, like, these teachers, I, I don't know. At least, I, hopefully, they still getting paid. Of course, we know it ain't enough, cause they, but hopefully they still getting paid, you know what I'm saying? Because they make a difference in these kids' lives, man, because they, a couple of them definitely made a difference in my life. Okay. I, I mean, a lot of people don't even speak about that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying, about, like, their teachers that that really influenced them, that really made a difference. You know, like I had, I don't know if you, if she was there when you was in high school, but Miss um, Kennedy, um, the one that taught, I think she taught like science or something. Um, I forgot what well, exactly. Which Miss Kennedy you talking about? You talking about the black one? No, 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 um, white Miss Kennedy. Yeah, I had Miss, so it's funny you say that. I had Miss Kennedy for gifted and talented, and I think I had her for, like, some science class, like biology or something like that. I really like Miss mm-hmm. Kennedy. She, she was solid, man. She was definitely solid. Like, I, like she's not one of those teachers. Like, I ain't got nothing bad to say about her. Like, I'm grown. I, I don't, like, what she would do to me. She was a great teacher. Like, so I remember Miss Kennedy. It's amazing, you know, a lot of these teachers impact impact how you know how we how we move you know what i mean like how we decide to sometimes move in life because people do take a chance like miss bath how she impacted you you know what i'm saying how miss pinkney how she impacted you too because a lot of people a lot of people feel differently they feel like oh you know dang certain teachers make a kid not want to come to school or make a kid feel like dang i ain't gonna never they treat you you know what i mean they'll treat you like you, how can I explain it? They'll treat you like you supposed to be like a fool or supposed to be a clown or whatever. You know what I mean? When that's not that's not who we are. You know what I'm saying? So it's good that you had had those teachers. I'm glad that they were still teaching when you were in school. Yeah, yeah. And you know, with everything going on right now, I know we ain't said too much about it, but you know, now you're getting all these people like. Face Facebook advocates, advocates, and you know activists, you know, like oh, like you know, like they pro black, and I mean, yeah, okay, it, you can be pro black, but you don't have to be anti anything else. Like, I I love my brothers and sisters, and you know the fact that I just had my own little girl, like, like of course you know you afraid for this world because it's it's cruel out here, man. But something a guy told me a couple weeks ago. 
um, he was like, you know, yeah, like, you know, like, you know, Harriet, he was telling me about the Harriet Tubman movie, because I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Like, you know how she freed the slaves and, like, how she was, like, taking them north or whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, but what you got to also realize is you got those white people, man, that risked their lives. Like, because without them, like, we wouldn't have made it through a lot of these stuff that we made it through. Like, you got some of those that, that like, they they were killed because they were helping us. So, like, the color of a, a person's skin doesn't make them a good person or a bad person. It's the things that they do. Like, and that that's, and, like, going to, you know, a mostly black school, but I got, like, all these, you know, white teachers or whatever, like, it, it, it gave me a different kind of love, you know, for everybody. Like, like you, you don't, like, you don't never see me, like, I see people, like, going at people that they know, like, and I know you've probably seen it, too, on Facebook, people that we know, like, people, they, they hate each other, like, they, and they letting it be known, oh, I hate this, you know what I'm saying, oh, he this, he that, he this, man, I don't even get into all that stuff, man, because at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and if a person ain't been nothing but good to me, I ain't going to be nothing but good to you, you know what I'm saying, like, because love is free, and it's going to always be love. Regardless of who, who gives it or who takes it away, it's going to be love, man. And that, that's, that's all I'm trying to push for everything. And just the only thing I want to teach my daughter is how to be a great person. That's the biggest thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's going to be plenty of other things that I'm going to be able to teach her, you know what I'm saying, and things that her mom is going to instill in her. Because I feel like I ain't a great person, but I'm a good person. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when people are born, like you get all right, you start at zero. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, you know, if you're Christian, you know, uh, Jesus died for our sins. You know, all of that. But if you, like if you you when you first born, you start at zero, and life is a it's about checks and balances. So okay, I might get like twenty points for helping an old lady cross the street. I might lose about fifty points with a little monster truck I had stole. When I was five years old, <laughs> my granddaddy found out about and told, and I got my ass cut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's, I right. feel like I've done more good in the world than I've done bad. So I'm good. I'm content with myself. And that, that, that's going to get me in the head. That, that's how I feel. Um, but if you out here and you steady doing bad, you doing this, you doing that, hey, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. So tell us right now, right, with your career, with what you're trying to do as a comedian, what's one of the biggest challenges that you have faced so far, and how did you overcome that? The biggest challenge was realizing everything ain't for everybody. Like, every joke ain't for every person um, from your family. Like, I, I I just you know I sit back like a flying on the fly on the wall. You got and you you would think that because somebody is your family, they tell you they love you. You know what I'm saying? The hardest part is realizing that everybody not gonna support you the way that you think they should support you, and that's our biggest thing. We uh we feel like everything's supposed to be black and white. Um. So the biggest challenge would be accepting that I'm not for everybody. Like I'm 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 a sir I'm 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 champagne cognac, I'm Remy Martin. This person might drink gin. They might drink 
you know, they might drink some rock. But it's enough people in this world that's going to drink this Remy. I just got to find those people. When they realize, like, that. that's what I was telling you about, like, um, finding your why, like, and they realize that, okay, he ain't for everybody, but he is for, for a lot of people. It, it's Regardless of what you do, it's at least a million people that think a little bit like you or will support the things that you do. Um, but the hardest thing to overcome is realizing that everything ain't for everybody, whether it's your brother, your sister, your mother, your father. Um, everybody's not going to like what you're doing. They're not going to support it because they don't see it. They don't see your vision. That They don't see what you're doing or why you're doing it. So you got to know why you're doing everything you're doing, and you got to wake up every morning and realize, okay, I'm doing this for me. I ain't doing this for nobody else. I'm doing this for me, and I'm going to keep doing it. And somebody's going to feel me. Somebody's going to feel me. It might not be the person that I think going to feel me. Um, it ain't going to be like my cousin here, my cousin there. But somebody going to feel me, and them the people that's, you know, the people that support you and they don't got no reason to support you, that, that's when it's really going to take off. That is so dope to think of it like that, you know, because yeah. a lot of times you're right. You know, your family don't always support, aren't always going to support what you do, you know what I mean? And even with, you know, things being just as simple as a share or a like or whatever, they're not, if that's not what they like. That's not what they like, and they're not going to support anyway. So, yeah. you know, you just got to keep going, you know what I mean, no matter what. And I think a lot of people get caught up in feeling like, you know, well, my family didn't, you know, do X, so my family didn't do Y or didn't do Z or whatever. And, you know, you got to, you, you do got to kind of get over it and just keep moving and, and be grateful for the people that do support you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You hit it on the head. So I'm not going to hold you too long, but I do want to ask you, so what is your philosophy on reaching for your dreams? Like, what what is your philosophy on that? So, okay. Um, just keep going, man. Like, it ain't about you know, the things that get in your way, um, just keep going. And you, like, something that I haven't really, you know, I haven't found, physically, I haven't found a mentor. Like, I haven't found a person that um, I I felt like, okay, um, that I know that, oh, th- this is who I want to, you know, take a lot of advice from. And it's hard for me to take advice from somebody who I, I don't know that's lived, like, or have or are going or have gone where I want to go in life. But find you a mentor. Mm-hmm. It don't even have to be in physical form. It can be in mental form. Like Kevin Hart, that's a mentor of mine. I never met this brother a day in my life. He don't even know he mentoring me, but he is. Like, I'm, I'm reading his books. I'm watching his interviews. Like, I'm researching the things that, you know, a lot of things that he did. Like, you got to find that mentor. Um, and you got to figure out a plan. Like, that's – it. I recommend writing it down, um, which is something that I don't do as often as I should, but I do. Write it down. Um, put it on a sticky note. Put it on an index card. and Look at it every day. Um, this is what I want to do. So at that, pl- at that place, 
you find in your mind, okay, so this is what I want to do, so these are the things that I need to do to get these things done. Um, um, you got to find that mentor and you got to find that place. Uh, one of my, like a, a guy, Kobe Bryant, like my favorite basketball player ever, um, probably my favorite celebrity ever, like he, he's been motivating me in life since I was seven years old. And he never knew that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, King. Um, he never knew that. Um, somebody, it's so crazy, like for Christmas, a partner of mine, he bought me a Kobe Bryant book. It's this right before he passed away. Like, so you got to find somebody that motivates you. Um, not not something that somebody else told you or something that you, like, you, that your brother liked or your mom liked. You got to find it for you. And once you find that, man, you just keep pushing. Wake up every day and do what you feel like you got to do to get things done. And that's like, and I, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm I'm still I'm still on this quest myself. I haven't, you know, I found my why. Now I'm just looking for that window because when the, that window that cracked, I'm kicking the door down, and that they gonna know me. Like some so, like I used to, one of my videos I used to do. Um, I used to always say they gonna know my granddaddy name. Because when I tell my shows, when I do my shows, I talk about me. And I talk about things that I've experienced or things that people that ex- I've, I know that have experienced. So I'm a, I'm a storyteller. I, I don't feel like I go out there just like in my stand-ups. I, I'm not going out there just to tell jokes. I'm going out there to tell a story. And I, I, w- I, want, you to, I, I'm, I want you to get so invested in the things that I'm telling you to where you're going to be like, dang, like, I feel like I was there. Like I, I know, I know Uncle 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 Thomas, uh, Granddaddy JP, Uncle James. Like th- these names that I'm shouting out, people gonna feel like they know them too. Like, um, I give you an example. Like, like the baby, if you see, like it's his uncle, uncle that's like in all, like a lot of his videos and stuff. Like people probably see him out and be like, "What's up, Aunt?" You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm, so I want to, I want to mm-hmm. give people that the opportunity to go with me through my life. And that that's why I was saying, like, you know, my life is a movie. And it, it's going to be a day where I'm going to write this script. And it's just going to be, they're going to be like, dang, like, okay, now I see why he did this or why he did that or why he moved like this. And that's the biggest thing for me, man. Just just keep, wake up every morning and keep pushing. Wow. Well, I want to say thank you so much just for, you know, coming on to the show today and just giving your time. I know, you know, trying to balance everything, you know, I know that isn't an easy thing, you know, especially with a new baby. So thank you so much just for giving some of your time today and just tell everybody where they can find you on social media if they're just listening in and tuning in. Hey, first and foremost, I want to say thank you. Just thank you for the opportunity, man. Like, it's been amazing. Even, like, even before, like, whenever you told me, like, yeah, well, I want to get you on the show, and then, like, you know, you told me a couple things, like, that you might, you know, think about asking or something like that. And so in my mind, like, you made me think, and I appreciate that. Um, You made me look into myself, like, okay, how am I going to tell this? You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, when you when you just get something, like, immediate, you, you really – you say the first thing that comes to your mind and you might miss something. Um, 
Mm-hmm. But I appreciate you. Um, you can find me on Instagram, S-E-N-I underscore O-H, Senio. Um, from Facebook, Comedian Senio, um, Comedian Spell, Comedian, C-O-M-E-D-I-A-N-S-E-N-I space O-H. Uh, from Twitter, you can find me, Comedian Senio, um, all one word, just at Comedian Senio. Um, I'm always putting out content, man. I'm just, like, I'm always writing. Um, just just keep pushing, man, and you that's how you can find me. Oh, you know what? I missed one thing. And for, like, so you got some people that might want to book me for a show or anything like that, like just ComedianCineo at gmail.com. You know, reach out to me and we chop it up. And, of course, because you, you got all my information, we're going to do yeah. some things. And it's greatly appreciated, man. Yes, sir. Well, listen, I really appreciate it. And, and everybody listening, listen, this is a funny guy. So definitely book him. Definitely be on the lookout for him. Check out his videos if you want to get a, a laugh in. Um, he has a lot of content, so you'll be probably laughing for a very long time. So check him out. Um, again, thank you, Senio, so much for coming on, because I really appreciate it. And um, after this interview, after I get edited and everything, I'm going to make sure to send you a copy so you'll have that that, that little clip. Um, and, again, appreciate thank you it. so much, man. I appreciate you. Um, so I'm going to let you go. And then I want to thank everybody that tuned in today. Um, I believe also big shout-out to, uh, to to B, to Brian, man. He he really was supporting and, and sharing and just – you know, I, I really appreciate that too, man. So thank you just the home team for real, for real. So thank you everybody to listen. Thank you, Cineo, for coming in and, and just joining the show today. And uh, you guys just stay tuned for the next episode. And make sure you check out the website, dreambigll.com, and uh, you can catch up on some past shows too. So everybody, you have a great weekend, and we'll see you guys next week.